Well, hi, everybody, and welcome to episode 22 of Emetophobia Help with Anna Christie. I'm Anna Christie, your host. Um, today, I'm going to help you with your emetophobia by telling you some wonderful and hilarious stories. I don't know, hilarious might be just a little bit over the top. They're mildly amusing, let me say, and I think they will lift your spirits. So I had this lady lined up to record a podcast. I always record on Mondays, just in case things go wrong and so on. And then I usually edit on Thursdays and drop the podcast on a Thursday night. It usually gets picked up on Friday by noon. So that's my routine. So I started out on Monday with this lovely lady named Katie. And um, she, for some reason, could not open the link that goes to the podcast recording software company that I use. So what happens when I record a podcast, when I interview a guest, they are wherever they live. And I am uh, here in Vancouver. And um, we both click on the link, we go into the session, we can see each other. And we talk, we have a conversation, you know, the rest because you listen to the podcast. So she could not open the link for the life of her. It just would not work, would not work. She tried everything. So I said, well, um, I'm not too sure. So she thought, well, maybe it's her Apple device because you do have to download a Chrome app in order to open um, these in a in an Apple device, which she did. And that's what she was doing that didn't work. But she said, well, I have a PC at work. So uh, tomorrow, Tuesday, I will go to work and I'll get my PC and I'll bring it home. I was like, okay, cool. We'll do it Tuesday night. So Tuesday morning rolls around. She sends me a text. Her daughter ended up sick, which is kind of weird because we were going to talk about kids uh, and her kids and raising her kids with the metaphobia. Um, she wasn't sick with anything that um, was a stomach thing. Uh, she, she just had a cold or something or a fever. So she had to keep her home because in these days of COVID, you can't go to school with a fever. So that was um, day two. I said, well, we can always try on Wednesday night. That would be fine. That worked. She, I'll go get my computer. So she goes to work on the Wednesday and she sent me a picture of her computer at work which had basically exploded. I mean, well, swelled up would be better. It was like a computer with a concussion. It was like, it was swollen. And it was like somebody dumped a whole bunch of water on it, which they didn't. It was just a laptop just sitting there. And so her IT guy at work said, yeah, this happens sometimes. <laughs> I'm like, what? Like, I have never heard of that happening. But this happened to this poor woman. So, um, so she said, well, you know, what, what day is it now? By this time it is Wednesday. And so that which uh, her husband to the rescue, her husband said, I'll bring my laptop computer home and you can record, um, on the laptop. So, um, so that, that was supposed to be for Wednesday night, uh, which is, which is last night as I'm talking to you, she said, uh, you know, her kids were too loud or whatever. She was going to just sit in her car in the driveway where the Wi-Fi would work. So she's sitting in her car in the driveway. The Wi-Fi does not work. It won't work. 
Um, and she's like, I always get Wi-Fi in my driveway. I sit there on my phone in my driveway, like a lot of us do probably when we're hiding from our kids. Anyway, so she says, so I'm going to go into my house and I'm going to sneak into a room, shut the door, lock myself in and pray. So that's what she did. And so then we, you know, we met up. Um, I was like, oh, this is so great. Yeah, yeah. We recorded this uh, 27 minute long podcast. She was funny and inspirational and, you know, and so, so determined to keep working in therapy and trying to get over her phobia. Um, and it was just a great podcast. And I was like, oh, everyone's going to really like this. So we said goodbye. Off she went. And then what happens is that you just click on a little thing um, uh, on this software and it asks you if you want to upload it in a a wave file or an MP3. And I always pick a wave file because that's what I like to dump into GarageBand to do my editing. So mine uploaded instantly, which it usually does. And hers just kept going and going and going and going and saying uploading file. I'm like, great, this is stuck in some loop of some kind. So I'm kind of clicking around and and uh, one of the things you could do was to re-render it, like to sort of start it over again. I'm like, okay, so I tried that. That didn't work. But I'm not worried, really, because um, the cool thing about this software company is that it records the two people on two different tracks. Now, if you're not into sound recording and all that stuff, it is better on two different tracks. You can you can have it all all one, but it records the a guest at their source and me at my source, so you get really crisp, you know, pretty good recordings. Um, but the backup is just you know the two of you over the internet, everything you say to each other, all on one track. It's not great, but it'll do. So I wasn't too worried. There's a backup. Um, so I click on the backup and I get the backup up and it, it goes into my iTunes cause it's only on an MP3 and I listen to it and I listen to it and all it is, is the sounds of someone moving their microphone around. Like, you know, like, I don't, I don't know, like that kind of sound and, and then silence. Like there's nothing. There isn't mean, there isn't her, like there's absolutely nothing on the backup. So then I'm talking to tech support and they were, you know, pretty great. But I actually, I get up in the morning and in my half asleep stupor, I, I click on the wrong person. I click on last week's person and it rendered right away. And I'm like, oh, great. So this is great. So that's wonderful. It's all set. So I email tech support back. I'm like, it's all fine. He's like, right on. Okay, thanks for letting us know. And so I go through my work day today. And then I sit down to edit. And I'm like, oh, my God, that was the wrong person. And the right person, this lovely lady named Katie, is still rendering like 24 hours later. And the backup is useless like it's only got me on it and a bunch of sounds like anyway so that is the end of that and that is why you do not have a podcast today I really want to get Katie on another time she was so great um and it was a really fun podcast but I did send her, I didn't know how to tell her, you know, like, how do you tell somebody after all that, that then it, it didn't work, right? So I sent her this text. I'm just scrolling through to 
to look um, uh, to to find it. And I said, Katie, has anyone ever told you that you have an electromagnetic pulse? Or did you do something to make the gods angry? <laughs> and I just I just sent that her that text. I just kind of waited for her to, you know, uh, come back at me. She's like, um, no, I've never even heard of that. What do you mean? So I told her the whole story. And she's like, oh, no, that's insane. Like, she's like, I don't think I've ever been hit by lightning or anything. So pretty, you know, I was like, oh, I was just kidding about the electromagnetic pulse. Apparently, that's a urban legend anyway, that people can have them. But I was telling her, that if anyone would have one, it would have been my mother, who, God rest her soul, uh, would be 100 and, I don't know, 16 years old if she were alive now. 106, 106. She died when she was 91. My mother was um, not a nice person. You know, she had a rough life, so I don't blame her, but she was still horrible and she was hit by lightning five times in her life. And my, all of my relatives, my sister, like anybody who met my mom immediately didn't like her. You know, she's just one of those people that you think, oh my gosh, this woman is just a battle axe. Like, just get away from her as quickly as you possibly can. Five times she was hit by lightning. Yeah, you know how today when somebody's really horrible and they do something awful... They say, um, oh, karma's going to get you, you know, karma's going to come around to, you know, what goes around comes around, which the karma people, the people who really understand karma, they hate that because it's really not what karma is, but it's what everybody says, right? Well, in my day, and I'm like 60 something years old, we, people used to say, God's going to get you for that. God will get you. <laughs> like it used to be God. Now it's karma. And and the way that God was uh we thought God would get you is is by striking you with lightning. But um God I think was trying to get my mom uh but could never actually get the lightning just right. So <laughs> first <laughs> Sorry, this is just so funny. If you just, oh, and my whole family, it's been so many years since we made jokes about my mom and the lightning. The first time she was hit by lightning, she was legitimately hit by lightning in the sense that she was leaning over my sister's playpen. My sister is 74 years old right now. So th this was quite some time ago. And the playpen had like a metal um, top to it all the way around, like back in that day. And I, and I guess her back door was open and the lightning came in and she was leaning over to pick up my sister, but she hadn't touched my sister. And it just hit my, it hit the thing. It hit the playpen um, and it blew my mom backwards and she was unconscious and burnt. And my sister was just sitting in the middle of the playpen, you know, like just, <laughs> just fine. She was perfectly fine. My dad came home, found them that way. Anyway, my mom, my mom was, you know, I mean, she was all right. Uh, she wasn't, um, her heart was beating and everything, you know, it, it didn't, uh, uh, anyway. And apparently another time back in the old days, she was turning, she turned on the water tap and the lightning came through the tap and shocked her in the hand. That was the second time. The third and fourth times she was on a plane that got hit by lightning and 
driving a car that got hit by lightning. And I guess that's a really loud and frightening experience when that happens, even though it doesn't actually harm the plane, the car, or any of the people in the plane or the car. But she was so scared of thunder, like of loud noises. She was terrified. We lived in Ontario in Canada, where in the summer, I mean, you'll have really rip-roaring thunderstorms. They are, they start out far away and you can kind of count how many miles away they are by the number of seconds between um, seeing the lightning and hearing the thunder. And then they would get closer and closer and closer till they were basically right over your house in the small town where we lived and just incredibly loud lightning. And they would hit, it would hit transformers, it would hit people's chimneys. You know, it was, we had some bad thunderstorms there. So my mother decided when she was retired and up in her 70s that she was going to move out here to Vancouver where I live and where my sister lived um, for well, mainly because we lived out here, but also because there are basically no thunderstorms here. We, it rains from about November through to February, pretty much nonstop. Um, it is actually a rainforest here in Vancouver and, and in the uh, Fraser Valley around Vancouver. It's an actual rainforest, but it doesn't, but we don't get thunderstorms. Um, every every year, maybe once a year, around March or something like that, we will see some lightning in the distance, hear some thunder rumbling ever so little. And every once in a while, the lightning will come close around you, uh, around the houses, and you wouldn't want to be outside in it because it's that kind of lightning, like sheet lightning, you know, that's sort of all around you. So my mom was living in a retirement community in like an old uh, senior's um, apartments and she was on the phone and I I think she was on the phone to me. And during this sort of thunderstorm that wasn't even bothering her because it just sounded so far away, but there was lightning all around us and it knocked out her phone. There were 300 apartment units in the building. It only knocked out my mother's um, phone, just our phone, nobody else's. So it was a family joke. And if she had been a really nice person, we would not have been making family jokes about her, but she was a really awful person. So we often made, uh, jokes about her. And when she died, uh, I took her ashes. My sister and I took her ashes and we went back to Ontario and we went to bury the ashes and to have a little ceremony in the cemetery, um, so we could bury her next to my dad. And um, and it, as we were, you know, going through this little ceremony, the thunder starts, you know, the rolling up. We can see lightning in the distance. And so I said, we better get the heck out of here. Put her in the ground <laughs> before, before something happens to the rest of us. So um, there she went. God bless her soul. She had a hard life. Um, but, uh, no, uh, luckily there was no technology for her electromagnetic pulse to kind of screw up, but I hope you've enjoyed this 15 minutes chatting with me. I am thinking of all of you as I'm chatting away here and trying to give you a little bit of, uh, a lighthearted 15 minutes, just because when you have a metaphobia, you don't get much of that, uh, in your life to you. So look, everybody take care. 
Um, be good to yourself during uh, this COVID time. It, I know it's hard when everything's kind of shut down, but uh, do whatever makes you feel really good. Not not when you're feeling sick, or but when you're feeling good. You know, take a nice bath and or just watch Bridgerton or something on Netflix. <laughs> if you're a, if you're a man listening to this, then you probably won't want to watch Bridgerton. But um, you can. I'm sure there's stuff with that a gentleman might enjoy on Netflix as well. Okay, hopefully I'll be back with another Emetophobia Help podcast next week. Take care. Bye-bye.